Daf Yud Tesalamadalov, about ten, twelve lines down from where he gets wide. I'm a Zolvul ben Tinasi Daim. By the way, somebody asked. I think Clive asked that is it okay to say Lashon Hara about somebody who's already died? Because we had a story, there was a big Talmud Chochum, and he said, somebody said something bad about him, and something, uh, a pole fell on his head. Right? So that was about Tamid Chachomim. But what about ordinary person? Because with the Gemara said, some say, it says, Kolomasapa Achareha Meisk, Ilumasapa Achareha Eben. So what's Pshat? Pshat is either that they don't know, or even if they do know, it doesn't make any difference to them. So, look, in, in the Chobbets Chaim says you shouldn't talk about, uh, you shouldn't, you know, that, that he, even though there's a discussion in the Gemara, I mean, he passes the the Chobbets Chaim, that you shouldn't speak Lashonara about the mace. Right? Which it, which it, it probably is, is really is common sense. You know, how can you speak about somebody, ill of the dead, and how can you speak about somebody who can't defend themselves, etc. Anyway. Right. Now, just, just an introduction. We started last week and we said there are 24 places where the Bezdin excommunicates our Kovodorav. Kovodorav means, yeah, it's that if, if somebody insults a, a, a Torah teacher, or in general, it can be taken as somebody who goes, who belittles Takonos Chazal. So, so, so we, the first one we had was the Mahamasapa Acha Chachomim. And if you remember, we said Akavi Ben Halalel said like this because the Chachomim said that you don't give to a Giyores and a Meshachreres the Meisaita. So he he came along and he said. So they said there was a case of a Shirchol Meshachreres Yerushalayim Bishkur Shemayim Avtalin and Shemayim Avtalin did give him to drink, and he said Dugmo Hishkur. You know why they gave him to drink? Because he was a gay himself. Shmana Talon were gay themselves. So they looked after their own sort, as it were. Right? And because he said that, he was put into Exvenidu, they excommunicated him. So Kabibemam Halalel, or Mesbinaduyov, the circle of Essence Now we go on to the next one. The second one was, because you remember, he said there's 24. And Rebbe Shuab and Levi said, and the Rebbe went out and he could only find three. And these are the three. The three is Hamasapa Achmetos Shatamid Chachom is one. And now we come on to the second one, Hamazalzal Ben Natilas Yudaim. With Daf Yud Tess, you didn't show show one. Hamazalzal Ben Natilas Yudaim. Mayhi, what's the case? This none, because we learnt in the Mishnah. This is a continuation of the previous Mishnah that we just learnt about. Uh, you don't give a Mashkin Meisaita, etc. The continuation. This none. Because we learned in the Mishnah, Om Rabbi Huda says Rabbi Huda, Chas v'Shalom shall kavi b'Malal on this nador. The previous part of the Mishnah that we said a kavi b'Mahalalel was put into excommunication. He was put into cherem. What? Because he had said, talked about Shema and Avtalion. In uh, so yeah, they looked after their own. So he said, so Rabbi Huda says Chas v'Shalom that wasn't kavi b'Mahalalel. And how can I prove it? When it came, ah, when it came to the carbon Pesach, the doors of the the the, the of the temple didn't close on anyone. The entire nation of Israel, the Chachma of a Tyre of Yerushchait. 
the Chochmah with wisdom, the Torah and purity, it's impossible to say that a Kavya Ben would have said such a thing about Shemayin of Avtalion. And I was thinking this morning, the first parak, first Mishnah in the third parak of Pirkei Overs says, Akavya Ben Mahalalama, have a mistakal b'shloshet devorim. Da ma'ayin bosa, da l'onashet teilech, so he was a person who was on his mind all that they wouldn't have quoted him in the mission as a Tanu who says that it means he always used to say that think carefully before what you say you're going to have to give a din v'cheshman so it doesn't make sense that such a person would talk like this ah, Shemayin Natalin looked after their own and, and, and so he says that he gives another Gemara gives another reason because they say that Kavit Manalo was the greatest person when there were thousands of people going for Korban Pesach he was the greatest person so it doesn't make sense Elas Minidu who did they put in Cherem it's Eloza ben Chanoach Eloza ben Chanoach somebody else she picked up until it's a dime again who belittled the whole Drabonon the Chazotakonos Chazal of the Tilis dime before eating isn't that Lashon Haram pardon isn't the Gemara saying Lashon Haram Lashon Haru about him. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you mean? That that that, that statement. Yeah, you say, oh, lots of yeah, 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 but I'm saying they put him into into Cairo. No, but you're saying you should have done not telling not telling Lashon Haru about the dead. The Gemara is just telling you. What oh, I see. The Gemara is telling you what happened. Yeah, yeah, but I suppose since it was a public thing, it's it's not really Lashon Lashon Haru. Is if I tell you something which you don't know. If it's known, but up it's philosophy. If it's known in public, and they put him in the harem, so it was known. So it's 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 it's, it's, it's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were three kit. There were three cuts in Rashi says. There were three groups. One came after the other, and they closed the gates. And they closed the gates when each group came in. Yeah, so, I mean, so that means they could, it could contain one third. That's right. So uh, there were so many people. There were so many people there, and he was. There was no one greater than Akavi Bemalalel. Akavi Bemalalel wouldn't have said such a thing. <laughs> okay. Um, Because they were on because they were on such a high madrega, these were tanoim. These these are these are not ordinary people. Pardon? They got it wrong, yeah. No, but if they denigrated somebody, it's not because they, they gave a wrong psa. That can happen to anybody. But we're talking about where you where, where you are mazalzel of you've got Takonas Chazal of Natility Zion. One came along and said you've got to wash your hands. And he came along and said, ah, you don't have to listen to all of that. They've got the wrong person. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mishnah, because the Mishnah says it was a Kavi Ben Mahalalel. Because we, we take pride in the felicity of our tradition. Alright, people can make a mistake. You know, you say it's A, and really it was B. This is what happened, this is the Mishnah says that. And why was the mistake made? People make mistakes. A person is only a human. No one is. If you're a malach, then you would be upstairs. You wouldn't be down here. Yeah, but the Gemara needn't have mentioned 
the mistake. That's because it's from the fruit. Yeah. It does open a can of worms. Well, that's how it is. You can have a, have a look in. The, if you want to know more, follow it more. Look in the Mishnah there. It's the Mishnah in Idios. If you look at the Gemara, if you look at the Gemara, sometimes one Tano, one Amara speaks to the other with great disrespect. You know, we had before. In Shonisa, if you learnt it, you didn't repeat it. If you repeated it, you didn't do it a third time. They, 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 they spoke like that to each other. That's the thing. But here, here is different. Here, they're saying, yeah, he's saying, don't listen to what Hazal tell you about Matilla Sidine. That is already that you can't do. No, of course not. But it's worrying that Yeah, you've got a point. I'll tell you what, you've got homework for next week, Clive. Look, in Idios at Mishnah Hay. Have a look at it with the art scroll and all that, yeah, and see Mishnah Hay, yeah, and see what the uh, it's number no, it's uh, Peric five, Peric Hay, Mishnah six, right? Have a look there. By the way, I mentioned before you came in because you asked me last week, is it also to talk about dead? And yeah. the Chavis Chaim says it is. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, so let's carry on. Says when he died, Sholchul Bezdin. The court sent its people along. They put a large stone on his coffin. The lambda to teach you that anyone who is excommunicated and he dies in a state of excommunication, in other words, the excommunication is still there when he dies. Best in cyclists, the court put a stone on his coffin. The third case was that Rebbe Loza found was Hamegis data klapimalo. Which means, if you are chutzpahdik or over familiar with Hashem, what was the story? Maihi disnan. What was the, was the, there was? There's a Mishnah in Tanus. Everybody knows that Mishnah. Somebody called Chayni Amagol. Chayni, he drew a circle and he said, "I'm not coming out the circle till it rains." So a little bit of rain come down. So Chayni said to Hashem, "Not for that, Oh, very good. I didn't ask for that sort of rain. I asked for proper rain." So then it came down with a vengeance. He said, I didn't ask for that sort of rain. And then eventually it came out in, in what do you call it? It came, came out the correct amount of rain. Because rain, can we say, we, we say when we say, uh, uh, Geshem, we say, Le brocha vlade Sometimes it can be a brocha, but when there's flooding, Nebuch, these, uh, 12 boys in, 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 where is it? In Thailand. In Thailand. Nebuch, you know, I don't know what, how, how they'll be alright. Any case, so what was the story there? So Mai he disnan because we learned in the mission in Tanis. Shnodach lo Shimon ben Shatach lochani amagol. Shimon ben Shatach sent to chani amagol. I mean, chani the magol means a circle because he drew a circle and said, "I'm not coming out of it till we have the rain." Tzarich asolis nados. For the way you behaved, you ought to be excommunicated, put in cherem. Right? And Rashi explains why because you said to Hashem, nah, "That's not the sort of rain I asked you for." And that's not the sort of rain you can't speak to. You speak to Hashem. Would you speak to if you know if you if you're in, in in the court and there's a judge there? Would you speak like that to a judge? You wouldn't. So certainly you, should, you can't speak to Hashem like that. The so, city, the pre- well, yeah, there you are. And you should really be excommunicated. And if you were not highly such a great man like you, I would excommunicate you. What can I do? You behave in a disrespectful and over-familiar way with Hashem. And He fulfills what you ask. 
So obviously, you you know, under normal circumstances, if a normal person would do it, I'd put them in cheyrim. But is you? You're such a great, you're such a great person, and the proof that you're such a great person is that even you, though you spoke like that to Hashem, He fulfilled your wishes. So you're like a Benjamin's of like a son who behaves in a chutzpahnika way towards his father, but the father still fulfills his wishes. And regarding such a person like that, it says, May your father and mother rejoice, and may she, the one who bore you, may she be happy. In other words, you're obviously on a very high medrega. So these were the three cases. If we remember, the, the, the Gemara started off by saying there are 24 such cases of where people were put in cheyrim for either for not giving covers to somebody more important than them, or for being belittling to Tagonus Chazal. So he said, "Where are they?" Rebbeleza said to Rebbe Shuvah Levi, "Where where are they?" He said, well, you "Go and find them." So he found these three. He found them a sabbach and mitol shavamidichomim. The Hamazals of the Tilasuzayim, Vamegis Dato Klapamala, those three. Ask the Gemara of Suleka, are there no more than these three cases? How, why, why could Rebeloza only find these three cases? I mean, surely Rebeloza knew Mishnais. Well, Ekidotoni Rav Yosef, there's a case of Rav Yosef taught in the following Brysa. Todus Ishroimi. Todus is the name of a person. It was, pardon? Todus. To, to, yeah. Todus. Todus, yeah. Ishroimi. He was a, a, a prominent person lived in Rome. And this was after the base of Megdosh. He no Raimi. He brought in a new minic for the, for the Eden in Rome. La Chilon Gedoyim Kulosom Kulosim To eat, now in, when it came to Pesach, in, in the times of the base of Megdosh, the Posach says, Al-Kir, Roshai Al-Karov al Its head with its knees and with its intestines on the side. So when they used to offer the Korban Pesach, when they used to roast it, they used to take the intestines out and the knees and put it on the side. And that was called Gedi Makulus, because Makulus means like from the army, and it's like a, so, like a soldier who has his gun, his arms on his side. So this is what they used to do in the base of Mikdash. And he came along and said, No, no, no. He, Titus in Rome, yeah. He, a Jewish man, yeah, yeah. And he told the Eden in Rome, after the base of Mikdash, to do it the same as they had done in the base of Mikdash. That they should eat a kid, a goat, that was roasted with its um, uh, intestines uh, alongside it on Pesach nights. Right? Now, if you have a look at Rashi, what was the problem with this? What, what was wrong with this? If you have a look about halfway down the word, Belele Psochim. Mm-hmm. Yeah? He wants that as a remembrance of Pesach. They wrote it, Sholem. So he turned round and said, You should carry on doing it. He brought in this minig after the base of Megdosh that you should do it the same way as they had done it during the base of Megdosh. Shalak Leishim and Ben Shotach. Shimon ben Shretach sent in the following message, if you were not Titus, in other words, if you weren't such an important person, and also he was a big time of Chochem as well, goes round in Lech I would excommunicate you, you're causing Jews to eat something that looks like a carbon outside of Yerushalayim. In other words, it looks like. And anyone who sees that will think, that's actually the carbon, 
and therefore you can often offer up korbanos outside the base of Mikdash. Right? So, so, so the Gemara now asks that question. So he's also a case of excommunication because he did something which Shimon ben Shatach considered wrong. Why did he do it? What was it oh, so wait a minute. So why but is that not? But he did what? excommunicate. He said if it weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, if it was well, it's like the same thing oh, we had before. Yeah. <coughs> it's only because like the Chani Amagal as well. Yeah. In other words, that's a case where normally yeah, excommunication would have applied, yeah. but because they were such a great person, yeah. in this circumstance they didn't do it. So the Gemara asks. So here's another. Here's a, spe- a case which Rabbi Lozer got found. There's an as a fourth case answer the Gemara the Mishnah Seinu Komrinon when we started off when we said they're twin but Esri and Ba'abon and Kaimers Bezim and Allah are covered a Rav the Kulon Shoninu the Mishnah Seinu they all learned in the Mishnah in Mishnahis in Shisha Sidri Mishnah so this case of Titus Ishraimi was in learned in a Brisa it doesn't count it's not, it's not one of the, we're, we're looking for 24 cases oh, which are in the Mishnayas. And then since this is in a Brysa, not in a Mishnah, therefore that's not one of the 24 cases that Rebbe Loza would have known about. What was the reason Torahs did that? Why he did it? Well, I don't, don't know why he did it. don't know why. Is there any, anything in there? Any substance? I don't know why he decided that, that that's okay. But Shimon Benchanta obviously know, said, yeah. you're doing something completely wrong. He must have had a Cheshman. I don't know, the Gemara doesn't say why he did it. Pardon? No, he lived in Rome. Titus Ishraimi. Shimon Ben Shetach. Gemara does I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Shimon Ben Shetach. It doesn't say where he lived, whether he was in Rome or whether he heard about it. We don't know. But this is another case of Nidlet. So we answer the Mishnah Seinu Gomrino. Then when Rebeleza could only find three such occasions, when he could only find three cases in the Mishnah, the whole Brisa here. But this story with Titus can only be found in the Brisa. Fake the moral of Masnis and Lekka, are there no more such cases in Mishnayis? For Ikar Dislam, there's another one which we learned in the following Mishnah. There's a Mishnah in Caleb, as follows. Now, a little bit of introduction here. When you have something called a Kalei Cheres, which is an earthenware Kalei, you can't be retire it. You cannot purify it. You know, certain things, you can purify it either by fire or you can put it into boiling water, whatever. Clay it doesn't become tumi. Yeah, that's right. You say you can't play. It doesn't get tumi. No, a clay cheres, yeah, a clay cheres can become tumi. Yes, a clay cheres can become tumi. But if it becomes tumi, the only way to get rid of the tumi is but to break it. You shove it. It's got to be broken. So here we're talking about like a case like this. Listen what happened. We learned in the Mishnah, What happened was, somebody took an earthenware oven and he cut it into sections, horizontally, across. Right? And then he put sand between the sections and he cemented them together again. So he rebuilt it, he reconstituted the oven. So again, he had an oven, he cut it across like this, so it was broken, and then he put, put sand in between each, in between each level, and so he put it together again, he put the oven together again, except that previously the oven was a completely, a klicheres, right? But now it had sand in between each, in between, where he cut it off, he put it together with sand. 
Now there's a machlokus between the Chachomim Rebeleza's Metayah and the Chachomim Amatamim. Rebeleza is Metayah because he says this is no longer a clear cheres. Because what's the definition of a clear cheres? How do you make a clear cheres? In a furnace. You make it in a kiln. K-I-L-N, which is like a furnace. And since this was made, this, this one which was broken and it was re-put together, it wasn't made in a furnace, but it's holding together with sand. Therefore it's not considered any more clear cheres, and therefore it's tire. The Chachomim came along and said, no, since the part is true, there's sand there, but since all the other parts of the clear, of the, of the oven are, um, are clear cheres, therefore it's still got the clear cheres and it's tome. So that was the discussion. This oven is called the Tanur Shal Achnoi. Achnoi is a snake that surrounds you. Right? And the Gemara explains, my Achnoi, what is meant by that. The same way like a snake, it coils around you, you know, it can go around you. Therefore, he as well, they went around him and they brought, what do you call it, proofs. That, that it's Tommy. They brought many, many proofs that it was Tommy. And he still held out, even though it was a rabbim against him, he still held out that it was taught. For Tanya, and we learned in a brighter, that day, the Chachomim collected all the things that Rebeleza had declared Torah. Right? And what did they do? Usrofum Lefonov. They burnt the food in his presence. All of a in the end, berchu. Now, berchu normally means blessing, but it's euphemistically it means they put him in chayrim. So, here we got a question. This is a mishnah. This is a mishnah because before we answered, it was only in a brisa that we found it. Here we find this case in a mishnah, and we know that if somebody fights against somebody who's greater than them, and here he was a yochid and they were the rabbim, and they brought inescapable proofs that what the situation was, that it is Tomei, he should have listened to them. And, in fact, they put him in excommunication, they put him in Chayrim. So here's another example, and it's in the Mishnah. And for the Gemara, the Mishnah tells us about the Machlaikas, that when you've got this sort of Tanah, one says that the Rebeleza says it's Matai, Machachon says it's Tomei. But the actual bit about that they put him in Chayram, that's not in the Mishnah, that's only in the Brysa. So in order to have those 24 things, it's not good enough that it just talks about it in the Mishnah, that the Chayram part of it is also going to be in the Mishnah. And since this Chayram part is in the Brysa, that's not good enough. But oh. majority rules, I mean, if Rabbi Eliezer, yeah. Not, not, in, not, not in a situation where you've got the rubbing against you. Rubbing meaning all the chachomim were against him. He should have given in. You'll see in a minute. I'm going to refer to a Rashi, which sort of really sort of makes the point that you're making. So says the Gemara. So since we can't find any further cases, where are these 24 cases that people were put into communication? So the answer is Rabbi Shua ben Levi, who says they're 24, Madama Milsa la Milsa. He compares one case to another. We'll see in a minute what, what that means. Rebeleza la Madama Milsa la Milsa. Rebeleza does not compare one to the other. Let's just look at Rashi, five or six lines from the bottom. Madama Milsa la Milsa, as follows. Kol no kom she roba 
whatever he saw in the Mishnah, Shenachlak Hayochid al Arabim Machlaikas Gedayla, where one held his ground strongly against the Rabbim, or where one of the Chachomim speaks in a disrespectful way against somebody who's greater than him, then he said, because we've got these three cases, therefore any other similar case that we see in the Mishnahis was also would have been put, be put into Cherem, and therefore that's how he got his 24. That's Rabbi Shubhan Levi. Whereas Rabbi Lezer says, no, so you can't say that. In the three cases where it specifically says in the Mishnah that they put him in Cherem, fine. But in the other cases, we don't know. Unless it actually says in the Mishnah, you can't say it. Whereas, uh, whereas, um, whereas Rabbi Shubhan Levi says, yes, you can, because it's the principle. The principle is, as Rashi explains, that if you fight against Machlokas Gadola, it says, in other words, it's not like, if you want to give your opinion, that's fine. But if everybody turns around and gives you proofs that, that you're not talking, that's not correct, and you still fight away, that's a case where you should be put in Chayrim. Okay, let, let's just carry on just a, a little bit more. Nice time to the We talked about the, uh, we, uh, about the people who were carrying the Oran, somebody had died. Tom Rabbon, we shouldn't take a, a, an oran, a dead body, out to be buried when it when when it's so close to the time of saying Shema, because they might not be able to say Shema, might carry on longer than what they thought. However, if they're ready on the way and they've started, ain't masikin you don't break the mora Is that really so? But Rav Yosef, of course, some of Krishna, but Rav Yosef was taken out for burial very close to the time of saying Shema. Somebody who's so important, you don't leave the mace lying around but even if it was time for Kriya Shema you still took him out well I suppose Rabbi Yosef probably was the god Lador something like uh, along those lines he wasn't an ordinary person so therefore they felt it would be a, a bizarre hamaze to leave him lying around and then they, they took him even though it was the time of Kriya Shema Ton Rabon those who are listening to a Hesper and the time of Krishna arrives. If the mace is lying in front of them, each that what they should do is one by one they should go out and say Shema. Right? They can't say Shema in front of the mace. Why? Because of like Larosh. Can't say it, they have to go out. But what happens if the mace is in another room? Then, in Yoshimikar, they can sit and they can say Shema together. For who, meaning the Oval, because he can't, uh, he, he can't say Shema then. Yoshimikar, he sits quietly. Hey, Mamdim and they all stand at Davan. For who, Oymad, and he's, while he stands, or Masig, all of us are dim. He acknowledges the, 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 the correctness, the righteousness of Hashem's judgment. But Oymad, he says as follows. Ribbon, Oylomim, Master of the universe, I have sinned greatly before you, but I never And you haven't, you've only punished me of one thousandth of what I deserve. May be the wish, Hashem, your God, that you seal our holes, 
or person's got our holes, holes. You seal it. In other words, you've got a hole and you seal it out. I'll tell you what it means in a minute. Or What it means is that if you want to punish us for our virus, do it berachamim. That's that's what that's that's what he's saying. On says A person shouldn't speak like that. Why? Because we say Don't open your mouth, right? Because if you open your mouth in a negative way, that's, this could have a negative effect. In fact, the Marshal explains, he says as follows. Sutton, he is a prosecutor upstairs. And therefore he gives an opening to demand to Hashem and say, listen, this person should be punished because he himself admits that he deserves it. And that's why you should never open your mouth and say that like that. Where's the posuk which which backs this? Shenem, as it says, as follows: Came up Had Hashem not left us a small remnant, we would have been like Sodom. In other words, completely destroyed. Maya Hadalu Novi. What does the Novi say in the very next posuk? Shimud Hashem Kisine Sodom. Hear the words of Hashem, chiefs of Sodom. In other words, you mentioned the chiefs, the the, the Russian, the heads. In other words, you started, you mentioned of Saddam, yeah, Roshi. Kitsine is like a prince. You mentioned about Saddam, therefore the, the, the Novi mentions about Saddam as well. So we learn from that because this person turned around and said, you have not punished me, you've only punished me a thousandth of what I'm really due. Which is, it's an expression, it doesn't really mean literally, you know. So, um, I don't really understand. It's a bit hard to understand this, this filler, to be honest with you. Because why is he blaming it on, on himself that the person was nifted? I and mean, a person comes to, you know, if it's a tragic case, it's one thing. If a person in a normal situation where a person has lived to a ripe old age, what's it got to do with him being punished for it? That's the normal way of the world. But any case, but the point is like this, we learn from this, from this Gomorrah, I love my Yetak people of Sotan, don't ever say, that I deserve to be punished more because then a can do it because you've opened your mouth and something can will come along and say that. Yeah. Yeah. Could you argue that that could be an opening as well? No, you've got to admit that you're sin. Should should treat you barachamim. But here you're, you're not just saying I sinned. You're saying you haven't punished. You've only punished me one thousandth of what the punishment I deserve. So that you're asking for trouble. That you shouldn't say. In our prayers, we say that sometimes. No, we don't say it. We, 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 where do we say that? Sometimes we say we deserve to be punished, no, but here's something else. He's not saying he deserves to be punished. He's saying you've only punished me one thousandth of what I deserve. In other words, I need a lot more punishment than you've given me. Well, you shouldn't say it. Don't say that. So.